What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well-met fellow adventurers, now I'm going to be doing an adventure in Trithic, and I'm on my way there, when suddenly I encounter a band of wagged highwaymen, wagged highwaymen. There's something vaguely unsettling about the bold demeanour of the band of six highwaymen that have ridden in your path in what is an obvious attempt to wail at you. The leaders of the grav... Gra- Rugged group boots to the front of the company and guards you with a solemn nod. He promptly orders you to pay him tribute. The amount of 100 gold, so that you may be afforded safe passage through the region. Suddenly your eyes are drawn to the man's leather waistcoat. Three diagonal marks have been scratched into the brace of the worn leather armour. It is the unmistakable symbol of Arn Longaxe. You realise immediately that these bandits are in league with the notorious outlaw. Han Longax is one of the most feared brigands to world the wilds of of North Portlands over the last decade or so. He's a notoriously cruel outlaw. Han Longax. Recent years, owing to his wanted status, Han has taken to hiding out in the remote wilder portions of the kingdom. For what I believe to be a series of bases, the brazen highwaymen continues to lead a growing collective of bandits that play prey upon ta- travellers in all corners of the world. Rumours at heart is, for some reason, obsessed with finding the sword of Messick. I'm going to refuse... I'm going to refuse to pay them. The bold anger refuses the bandit leader. The scolding brigand quickly displays the three diagonal mar- marks scratched onto the breast of the greatest. It is the symbol will serve to instill fear in him. Do you not recognize the mark of Han Longax? He says. You would show great wisdom to pay us what we're owed. No, no, no. The second. Your second refusal elicits a curse, a hail of curses from the leader of the highwaymen. He orders his five men to catch you. 
Without delay, the five mounted wobbers move in to attack. With the bandit leader watching from a safe distance, he bravely engaged the first of the attacking highwaymen. Mounted highwayman slashes at me with my sword. I slash with my sword. One down. Mounted highwayman slumps forward and tolls from the sandal, landing the bloody heap, bloody heap at the feet of his horse. You can engage the necks of the wobbly bandit you exhale sharply as position shows to engage the next of the attacking highwaymen. Just going to wash through these. And that's two. Here comes number three. Bash, 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 bash. Three is gone. Here comes four. And he's down. And here comes number five. That's the fifth. The fifth bandit is down, the mounted hive. Only the leader of the wagged brand remains. You you turn to confront the leader of the bandits and discover that the cowardly brigade has taken flight. I got 64 general experience. As the fleeing brigandities appears from view, you conclude that you will have to be content to let him go. Despite the escape, you take comfort in knowing that this particular band of thieves who no longer plague this region. And his some items. Yeah, I've got nine gold too. No side of any more home in immediate vicinity. You spend a few moments checking over your equipment before once again resuming your journey. Gonna west from that, restoring my restoring my health and level reserve. Explore the city. Explore, oh wait, explore the city northern part. The northern district of, of Twithic is the city's oldest and least reputable district. Heaps of rubbish lie strewn about the wide gutters that edge the street, midst which a wagged host of the city's downtrodden have gathered. The townsfolk here hurry about their affairs. Many holding perfumed rags to their faces in an effort to ward off the near nauseating odour. Despite, despite its unsavoury reputation, this sector of traffic is home to several places of interest. Now I can just visit a shop called Bivadiers, and he, he deals with exotic weaponry. Okay, I'm going to sell him Balak's broadsword. And there you are. For 413 gold tokens, not much, but otherwise I'd just be carrying it around. Visit Lilac Monastery. Perched atop a tall forested hill at the north end of... Far north end of Twithic, just inside the city walls, sits the imposing monastery of Lilac. The, the mammoth burning of dark grey stone is the oldest structure in, this, in the city. Built many centuries ago by a missionary of Sifrak named Slaif Lilac. Since the time of Lilac, the monastery has been home to the Order of the Hammersign, an astutely devout brotherhood of monks who dedicated to pierce pipes. Pastoral existence away from the affairs of the outside world. 
tall iron fence surrounds the entirety of the hill on which Lilac Monastery sits, keeping the property secure from an increasingly seedy cityscape. Two monks, each garbled in the plain green robes common to the Order Hammerstein, stand guard at the gate. Each monk has a war hammer swung from his bone. As you approach the gates, they smile and greet you cautiously. Do you seek to journey up to Lilac this day? As one of the monks, pointing to the winding dirt road behind the gate, winds around, around the forested hillside. Before you can answer, the monks have thrown open the gate and stepped back to allow you passage up to the monastery. Head up the road and enter the monastery. The main hall of Lilac Monastery is impressive as it's exposing exterior. Tall... Tall stone columns rise to meet massive wooden arches to support a ceiling that peaks far overhead. Small groups of monks, garbled in, in the plain robes of the Order of Hammerstein, are moving about, entering and leaving various chambers off the main hall. A broad tapestry depicting two crossed warhammers over the symbol of Sifak stands in the centre of the hall. A group of children, led by an elderly monk, passed by. He paid a little heed until the children began squeaking in fear. Spin around a horrified to see four large high-bore beetles rushing across the wall towards them, their pincers ravishly snapping in the air. Description of those. These dog-sized black-shelled beetles are relatively common throughout the woodlands of Tosa, Yarden and Warsaw. They are carnivorous and at have a nearly insatiable appetite. Thus these predators will usually attack anything that moves in their vicinity. They have a set of large pinches that protrude to cover their mandibles, and a long, sharp horn that sticks squarely out out of the middle of their head. Now I've got to work hard to defend these children. You place yourself in front, in front of the group of children and prepare to meet the beetles' advance. The horrid black incest clatter rapidly across the stone floor and swarm upon you, their powerful pincers snapping wildly. Fight for Hyderabad beetles. Slash, slash. There they are. Four beetles killed in two moves. Impressive. You've slain your foe. You step back from the remains of the dead beetles and turn around to see the children all staring, staring up at you in awe. The elderly monk who is leading them smiles and graciously thanks you. There's a plague upon this place, he says sadly. I fear that unless our brother's mission below succeeds, we shall be overrun by this pestilence. Ask him more about it. The monk tells you that he will say nothing further about the matter. If you wish, you may speak with the master of our order, he said. Brother Aldrek is our master, and you may find him in the chamber at the far end of the hall. May the All-Father watch over you, friend. Pay a brief visit to Brother Aldrek. Brother Aldrek is much younger than you expected. As the monk rises from behind the cluttered table which he is sitting, you sense you in the presence of a skilled warrior. Enter yourself to the master of the order, Hanasine, and bow courteously. When you inquire about the troubles plaguing the monastery, he ushers you inside the chamber and closes the door. He, look, he looks you over carefully and in a low voice tells you of recent events at Lilac. Perhaps you can help up. There is a pestilence that comes upon us, and I fear it is not of this world. 
Bravado explains for the past several weeks, strange creatures have been sighted in the monastery and have attacked several monks. One monk was recently found dead in one of the lower hallways. His, his body was covered with vicious wounds that, that were identified as bat bite marks. At first, it was rats of the common variety. Then there were tar rats, then snakes, and now these insidious beetles. This is a plague, not of this world, and though I do not wish to alarm the brothers or attach any outside attention, I fear this problem is starting to spiral out of control and may soon consume us. Bravaldic tells you that Lilac Monastery was built over the wounds of an ancient sorcerer's tower. The monastery's builders were unaware that a shadow path lay hidden in, in a series of secrets secret subterranean levels below the tower's ruins. Shadow Pass, as is well known, are magical gateways between the world of Swift and the shadow-filled never realm of the Neverness. You learn that once the shadow's path once the shadow path was discovered, it was sealed away by the way of a shadow gate. The shadow gate has an un, has lain undisturbed in a hunt in the secret in the secret subterranean levels below the monastery for many hundreds of years, known only to the master of the Order of Hammersheim. A week ago, we discovered that the hidden door in these cells, which leads down secret levels, has recently been opened from the inside. Never before since the time of this monastery's builders has any man gone, man gone down into the ruined levels, but I had no choice. I sent forth the greatest warrior of our order and two others to find and lock the shadow gate. They have not returned. There is a long silence, which is broken by, by a deep sigh from Brother Arthur. Alas, he says, for I fear that destruction might have come from within the Brotherhood itself. Who else but one amongst us would, would have even been able to learn that shadow gate? lay locked in the secret levels not known to anyone but me. Were I not required here to protect the others, I would go and seek out our, our lost brothers myself. You sense that Brother Angic wishes to ask you something, but he's hesitant to, to do something. Officer going to search of the missing monks? Oh, of course. Brother Angic is weeping, taken aback by your courageous offer. He quickly regains his composure and grasps you firmly by both, both shoulders. So be it, Soup. The All-Father has indeed heard my prayers. I asked him for guidance, and he sent me a hero. Brother Idrak wastes little time. He promptly leads you from the chamber out into the main hall and down a series of spiralling steps. You quickly lose track of which way you've gone, and just as you're beginning to wonder where you're headed, the monk suddenly stops and looks in both directions to make certain the hall is empty. Then... He gently presses on several sections of the wall in a rather complex sequence. Slowly, and with barely a sound, a large section of the wall slides inward, within a small toilet chamber. Uh, he quickly ushers you inside, and, a small, and the wall slides back into place behind you. There is a door that leads, that leads to the lower levels, he says grimly. The large, rusty iron door set into the far wall looks ancient and extremely heavy. The small chamber in the corner of the womb bears a collection of items. Bravatric told you to look over the items and take whatever you may need. Okay, I'm going to look at these items. There's a hooded lantern. I'll just have that. 
well-crafted warhammer. Okay, that's nice. Quarter staff, leather armor, leather boots, iron helm. Iron helm and a small shield. None of this is better than the stuff I got, but I'm going to pick up all the armor. Please continue. Brother Adic pats the heavy iron door. Beyond this door, you'll find a set of steps that lead down to the first level of the Tower of Ruins. What you'll find therein, I cannot say. Brother Cole, our order's greatest warrior, was sent down these stairs a week ago. Brother Holith and Buraturo. What end they, they have met, I cannot say. I can only warn you to be extra cautious once you pass through that door. If the shadow gate has indeed been locked, there is no telling what horrors may lurk down there in the dark. You will need to find Brother Cole and the others. Brother Cole carries with him a gemstone imbued with the magic necessary to lock the shadow gate. The shadow gate is located on the lowest of the three levels below here. If the shadow gate is not locked, then I fear that this pestilence, or worse, will consume our monastery and our city. Brother Alec exchanges your graph with you and smiles. You are brave, Zuby says. Yet know that you do not go alone, for the All-Father is always with us. Good luck. I shall be awaiting your return. If you like sauce at the wedding, we will be careful to begin your quest to find the lost monks and attempt to lock the Shadow Gate. Brother Alex swings open the heavy iron door and you step through it into an inky blackness. You're standing at the top of the steps that lead to the heavy iron door. You know, you don't go outside the door. He's illegally waiting. May waste, supposedly rest here with this. Anytime you wish to manage scans, you may do so by opening the iron door and leaving the lower levels. I may descend the stairs and I will. You're standing at the base of a set of small stone steps leading up to a large stone door that offers entry into the monastery. You have a reliable light source crosses through the inky blackness that surrounds you. A cord rather there swirls by you, sending involuntary shiver over them for your body. Three grimy passages lead off, off the base of the stairs. I'm going to go west. Several stone stoves line the walls of this oddly shaped room. The shattered elements of the openware gloves litter the shelves and the floor below. Passengers leave the wall leaning east and west, examining the stone stelves. Among the shards of ancient pottery that are strewn about the shelves, you make an interesting discovery. Beneath the elements of an earthenware glove, you find a small coffer made of animal bone. Opening a small coffer reveals... There was a small emerald resting on a bed of miraculously preserved silk. I'll just take that emerald. Which is a small gemstone that could be quite valuable. Alright, I'll go west again. Now, the floor of this small room is it remains of more than a dozen high block beetles. Looks as if it is the battle took place recently. I'll go south. Now look, look there's, this is a bit mazy, so I'm going to pause it until we get to the next exciting thing. You're in a wide chamber with large cracks running on the length of the ceiling and the floor. Strange odours waft up from the crevices in the floor. 
passengers leave this world heading east and west. Suddenly a pack of hot six highway beaters charge into the womb. The large horned beetles take note of you and immediately begin scuttling in your direction. They're deadly princes slapping in the air. If you have a bow, you may use it now. You notch an arrow from your quiver and prepare, prepare to take aim with the closest highball difficulty. Skill check versus archery. Standard difficulty. Your level of mastery is 1. You need to pick a number less than or equal to 95. Oh, God, I picked, I picked 98. Well, that was unlucky. Your arrows missed the target. As the pack of high war beetles bears down at you, you prepare to defend yourself. And slash! I did a 68 damage special attack with of unfavorable savagery. But they're all gone now in one blow. Wow. The, fo the floor of the womb is now littered with the carcasses of high beetles. You take a moment to adjust your equipment before once more setting off on your way. I'll go east, I guess. Water drips from the ceiling of this chamber, collecting in a wide shadow pool in the middle. In the middle of the womb. Passages leave this womb, head north and west. Suddenly, a low pulsating sound fills the air. A sparkling blue field of energy appears in the middle of the chamber. Firstly, from, this, from the midst of this crackling blue energy field steps a man in long black robes. The man has shoulder-length brown hair and carries a tall wooden staff. He looks directly at you and smiles wickedly. Just how many will the good brother Andrew send on this folly of a mission? He sneers. Fear not, for one is already in the dead, and the West shall meet their fate below soon enough. He looks, looks you up and smiles with visible disdain. You don't look, look much a monk. But no matter. You'll die nicely enough. Well, the man holds his staff aloft and begins what appears to be a summonation of magic. You realise you must ask quickly. I'm going to rush forward and attack him. You made it less than just half a dozen yards towards the man when a bolt, bolt of blue flame arcs, what, arcs out with staff and strikes you square in the chest. The force of the blow sends you swirling to the floor. You lie on the ground, unable to move for several seconds. I took ten damage, which I have now healed. Apparently believing that you are dead, the black robe man steps back into the, into his blue energy field and disappears. A bright flash of light fills the room. When it has faded, both the energy field and the man have vanished. So as your feet continue on your way. I'll go north. You're standing in a long, long but narrow room. The floor of this room is littered with what must be the corpses of nearly 50 tarn rats. Many of the tarn rats have had their bodies blundered. It's obvious that a great battle has taken place here recently. On the north side side of the womb, a set of steps descend into darkness. A passage exits the womb to the south. As you as you might pick your way among, among round the height heap of stone of tarmac carcasses, stumbled upon a startling discovery. Lying with his hands folded upon his chest is the body of a bearded man. 
This man has several large wounds across his bare body. It's apparent that he died during whatever struggle plus took place here. Examine the body of the man. A bearded man who lies dead on the floor before you is garbled in the great plain green robes that signify as a monk from the Order of Hammerstein. It was certain that you have stumbled upon the remains of one of the three monks that Barbaratrix sent below to the lower levels. Whether the body is beloved Cole, Holif, or Turo, you ultimately cannot say. The fact that the man's hand has been folded neatly across his chest and there is no other human body present leads you to assume his companions pressed on from the scene of battle and presumably descended to the lower level. I search the dead monk's remains. You search for the dead monk's remains, search for anything you might prove useful. I've got Warhammer, small bulk, small backpack and leather boots, paint the boots and the hammer. Uh, I'm sorry. Search for the remains of the tarmac. You work among the heaps of tarmac bodies. Carefully examine the scene of what must have been an epic battle. To to a horror, you note the hanging out of one of the tarmac, tarmac's mouth is a human finger. You pulse by your gruesome server. You quickly decide to abandon your search. Descend the stairs. I'll just west here. Sank the base of a set of stone steps that lead to the first level of the stone it's beneath the monastery. Now a passage exits from this exit this small room to north. Take the passage north. You step into a small room with path passages leading yourself. Suddenly the air becomes charged with electricity causing air to stand in end. With Hingis's eyes, a crackling blue wall of energy has appeared and now seals off the eastern passage. You stand, you stand staring into a field of blue energy, wondering whether or not it be safe or possible to pass through passaging below. Pick up one of the iron pieces on the floor and toss it into the field. The piece of iron field, held on your hand, is sailed straight through the field of energy. This disappears upon reaching in the field, although you can hear it clatter as into the passage below. I'm going to step through it. The moment you step up to the end, you hear a flight of blast, flight, blight flash of blue light fills the room. When the light fades, the energy field is gone, and you're standing before the eastern passage. The sound of many leathery feet slapping against the cold, wet hall floor causes you to spin around. There, stalking out the shadows, is a group of five tarmwats. The cruel rodent stars are closing on you, bearing long, sharp teeth. And tarmwats look, tarm look like large rats. This is probably due to the fact that they are large rats. Tarmwats usually inhabit woodland areas where they prey upon most things smaller than you. Tales abound about packs of vicious tarmwats that have killed and devoured travellers, although many... Many tweet such tales with a fair degree of scepticism. Still, a tornado tarmac can be a rather nasty combatant. Gonna fight these. Bashy, bashy, bashy. You step back from the scene of battle and my own handiwork. After taking a few moments to rest, you once again set off on your way. Alright, I'm gonna go east. Alright, I'm gonna pause again. And pause again. Nope. Alright. 
The overpowering smell of the cascade precedes the slimy horror that launches the view several yards ahead of you. A man-sized watch now, its heavy snow shell crawling with vermin, glides along the floor on a film of his own filth, scorping more, exposing a line of jagged stone-like teeth. Never heard of Watsdale's growing to such a size. As the festering of automation bears down on you, you ready yourself for combat. Begin combat, slashy, slashy, down it goes. You step back from the scene of battle and admire your own handiwork, taking a few moments to as you want to once again set off on your way. That warning is set upon by an extremely large highball beetle. The aggressive insect gores at you with massive horn, intending to make you its next meal. Slash, slash, and there he goes. You step back from the scene of battle and admire your own handiwork. Take you and smash you once again set off on your way. The smell of decay hangs in the air here. You step around a small... Around small black ponds rolling water as you make your way through the second ruined land. Fine, Mari, going east to the east. Okay, I go east. You catch sight of something moving at the corner of your eye. Turn to your left to witness a five foot long fern one soaking out the shadows towards you. The fearless carnivore proposed itself along the wet stone floor with eight fleshy flipper like growths that, protrude- that protrude from its sides. A pair of powerful pincers snap wildly in the air. Fight the small bone worm. Slash, slash, down it goes. You step back from the scene of battle and admire your own handiwork. I'll take you few minutes to smash you once again, set off on your way. And your way forward is, is suddenly blocked by the appearance of a waist high stone back spider. The stone back is a fairly common variety of, me- or, of venomous spider found in the woodlands of northern Swift. The name is derived from the milky. From the grey, lumpy flesh resembling stone that makes up the top of their bodies. Your average adult bone back is this palm sized creature. Oh, that's. Uh, this is man. This is waist high, so something's going wrong here. But down it goes. You step back from the scene of battle and admire your own handiwork. Take a few minutes to rest you once again, set off on your way, and. This this small worm is littered with the corpses of over a dozen massive Rotsdales. The tall the tall tall stone arches frame both of the exit that leave this chamber to the north and east. Your eyes are suddenly drawn to the shadowy figure of a man seated against the far wall. The man's head is slumped down upon his chest, and his hand clutches the hilt of a warhammer that's been laying across his lap. The man is garbled in the green, plain green robes of the Order of the Hammersite. You coarsely approach the man seated against the wall, expecting that he's already dead. You are shocked when he opens his eyes and waves his head slightly to acknowledge your presence. Do not linger here with me, he says, his voice weeping and lasping. This ill vermin has already claimed Brother Toro Billows. And now it, appear, now it would appear I shall not leave this room. A tide of it set through here when Brother Cole and I arrived, and though we swung our hammers through, there were too many of the beasts. Then a great murmur emerged from a northern passage and took hold, took hold of Tawny's straws. Our good brother was driving, dragging it, even as he dragged him off north into the darkness. 
based on what he said, realised that this is Brother Holliff, and according to his account of events, Brother Cole might still be alive. You must hurry, friends, says Brother Holliff, as his begins to sink below his chest. Matters seconds his body goes limp, and eases the grip on his mort on the warhammer lying his side. He said a quick prayer of the fallen monk before lying him on his back next to the wall and placing his warhammer upon his chest. You fold his hands over the weapon before preparing to continue on your way. Yep, uh, this small room is with the corpse over a dozen. Doesn't, yep, same, same room as always. The body of Brother Holleth lies here. The deceased monk's warhammer rests across his chest. I should know, I just put it there, take the passage north. You step into a long room with passage leading to north and south. Two extremely large high wall beetles stuck into the room for the northern passage. The horns intakes wear up slightly before charging across the chamber of the toil. I attack. You are fighting two large high wall beetles. These grotesque intakes plan on making you their next meal. Begin combat. They slap at me with their massive pinches. I, sla- I stab slash at them with their massive with my massive sword. And I, and I win. I, I win again. Two complex beetle weaponry shuffling. The two large high-world beetles lie bare, dead. You adjust your equipment before before preparing to set off on your way. Take the passage north. A skull of decay hangs in the air here. Except around the small puddles of black, of black, of oily water as they make their way along the second ruling of Marlock Monarchy. Exits north and south. Go north. A set of stone steps leads down in, into the darkness from here. Water drips from the ceiling into a mound of green and grey moss attached to the floor. A passage leads out of this room to the south. You can hear what sounds like fierce battle waging somewhere in the darkness below. Suddenly you can hear the sound of metal clattering on stone followed by a ferocious war. Then silence. Descend the steps and investigate the sounds of battle. Take the... You're standing at the base of a set of stone steps that lead up to the second lower level of the wounds beneath the monastery. Pa- passage leads the room to the east, and I'm going down there, following the wall. You emerge from the passage into a large rectangular chamber. In the middle of the chamber lies Brother Cole, struggling frantically with the, beneath the undulating mass of a large stone worm. The gigantic worm wears up and emits an ear-passing bell ear-shattering bellow as it prepares to strike at its pinned victim. You realise you must act quickly if you are to save the monk's life. Watch forward, attack the thunworm. You place yourself between the pinned monk and the worm's gently pincers. The thunworm wields, wields back and lunges forward to attack you and also thunworms. These gigantic worm-like insects burrow deep underground, often creating extensive maze-like lairs intended to snare unwary prey. Their body is milky white, and they have an enormously bulbous head on the side of which its large black orb-like eyes. Their relatively small power is just behind a set of massive and powerful pincers. Moves about at a rapid pace, propelled by eight fleshy, flipper-like growths that extend from both sides of its body. It also uses these growths for digging its tunnels. Thug ones have been known to reach a length of over ten feet long. They can weigh as much as 400 pounds. They are aggressive and will attack anything that enters one of their tunnels. 
and I fight it. I am fighting aggressively, and the and the wor and the front worm slap snaps at these powerful pincers. I my sword hums as it cuts through the air. Slashy, slashy, slashy. It is slain. Two XP. The front worms in Nard split out across the dank stone floor, creating a nauseating stench that forces you to cover your mouth and nose. You hurry back back over to the cypress of a coal from beneath the worm's sickening bulk. Despite bearing several nasty wounds, including a wild grass across the top of his scalp, well, Brother Cole seems to be in fairly good shape. He rises painfully from the floor with your help and steadies himself by placing both hands on your shoulders. Well met, he gasps, leaning down to, to retrieve his warhammer. Well met indeed! That beast was sure to be the end of me. The monk takes a few moments to regain his breath and then proceeds into a small, reaches into a small leather pouch hiding his belt. He moves a couple of dried leaves and hands one to you. Kipek leaf, he says. Places three of the leaves in your palm. In your palm. Washes away the strain of battle, amongst other things. Just going to take those things. They might come in handy. Brother Cole is a, Brother Cole is a tall, imposing figure who looks to possess a great deal of physical strength. He is garbled in the simple green green of the Order of the Hammer sign, but his robes are quite tattered and smeared with blood, much of which you guess is probably his own. He saddened to learn of Follett's tallest passing and says a quick prayer for fallen monk. He fought bravely, he says, wiping away a tear. Both Toroth and Toroth were brave to join the mission, and I shall now make certain their deaths have not been in vain. As the All-Father is my protector and my guide, I shall not rest until this vile wickedness that creeps from the shadows is no more. Pauses for a moment, flicks another tear from his cheeks, and looks directly at you. Still, he says, with a trace of smile on his face, nothing I've heard explains you. What brings a fellow of this sort to this sort of, this sort of place? You, you introduce yourself and explain the events that led up to this moment, all the while Brother Cole nods he's listening to your story. Very well, Soup, he says, when you're finished. Then let us finish this business and be done with it. The monk, po the monk points to a, to a partially collapsed, collapsed passage leading out of the room to the east. He swings his hammer about a few times to be sure he still has full range of movement and also in satisfaction. Stick close together now. We're not far from the shadow gate. You you follow closely behind the warrior monk. You move through the narrow passage, staying close behind Brother Cole. Now and again, the monk stops and draws forth a glowing red, glowing red gemstone. Dangles with a chain around his neck. Very close, he mutters. Very close indeed. You cling along the passage of several minutes until you emerge into a sizable rounded chamber. In the centre of the room of this room there sits a circular stone plinth, swirp swirp a ring of the plinth and emitting a low pulsating hum is a swirling black vortex. You instantly recognise that the stone plinth is the shadow gate, and that what swirls hypnotically above it is the shadow path itself. There it is, whispers Brother Cole, Brother Cole as he points to the vortex. For a moment you're memorised by the dark swirling patterns of the vortex. 
you have to force yourself to look away from it. Please continue, and I do. Brother Cole removes, removes the chain bearing the glowing red gemstone around his neck and holds it aloft. Realising he's attempting to harness the power of the magic stored within the gem to lock the shallow gate. You suddenly realise you're not alone. In the shadows on the far side of the womb stands a dark road figure holding a tall wooden staff. Did you think I would leave my prize unguarded? The figure steps forward. As it nears the glow of your light source, you instantly recognise the dark shoulder. Dark-robed man with shoulder-length hair you encountered earlier. Brother Cole quickly throws, throws a chain bearing a gemstone back around his neck and holds his, head, his heavy war hammer at the wedding. From the darkness I call upon ye, Isquilil, Lord of Infestation. Send forth three storms struck to devour them. This is the old man contemptuously. The vortex is the shadow bath begins to swirl with increased momentum as a flood of time rats hurtle from it and race across the chamber towards you. In seconds, you and Brother Cole are fighting for your very lives against a savage tide of vermin. You're fighting side by side with Brother Cole against a vast swarm of time rats. Alright, there we are, and I fight, and I fight some more. Loads of hurts, slashy, 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 and they're all gone. 2xp. No sooner has the final final tarmac been slain, than it surges another tide of vermin from the shallow pads. A large swarm of high, of high war beetles scuttles forward and engulfs you and Brother Cole. The dark robed man watches you from a distance, and Brother as you and Brother Cole sword stroke against the vicious swarm. Right, I'm fighting them again. They snap with their pincers. I slash with my sword. I slay my foes. Heavy blow from... I got free XP there. Heavy blow from Brother Cole's warhammer shatters the last high war beetle's head, instantly killing the foul insect. You're about to turn your attention to the dark road man. Now the horde of creatures emerges from the shadow path. A horde of giant stone-backed spiders rush across the stone floor and attack. I'll take, take these out. Swish. Smush. Down they go. 2xp. The last of the spiders clashes the floor at your feet and flash about widely for several seconds before finally succumbing to death. Brother Cole clutches at the glowing red gemstone hanging from his neck as he attempts to invoke the magic that will lock the shadow gate. Your eyes quickly scour every corner of his room, see no sign of the dark world man. Suddenly a drove, suddenly his voice rings out, out in the direction of the shadow path. You turn your head in time and see a dark world man step into the swirling vortex. His voice erupts from the vortex as he disappears. From the darkness, come forth, I summon thee, Humbers. Set force into this world, Iskril, Lord of Infestation, and obey your new master. A dark snarl issues forth from the swirling depths of the shadow path, making your blood run cold. 
You turn it, you turn towards the shadowy vortex just as a long, thin, insect-like leg starts to emerge. Brother Cole's face betrays his desperation. It appears that he is unable to invoke the magic contained within the gemstone. He swiftly removes the chain from around his neck and hands you the gem. Perhaps you can invoke this. We must lock the shadow gate, he says. His warhammer holder is ready as he watches the long insect leg, leg continue to emerge from the shadow path. Attempt to lock the shadow gate using the gem. Okay, you take the glowing red gem, wash over to the large stone pinth, pinth that sits beneath the swirling shadow path. The pinth is the pinth is a shadow gate, and once again, once it's again ma magically locked, it will see off the shadow path. The surface of the shadow gate is covered with many strange arcane markings. You quickly study the markings in an attempt to figure out how to invoke the gem's magic. Okay, is it? Here's a pick. Here's a seal check. I've got a pick in number between 1 and 100. Cabonus 11. 1 from Arcania. 10 from Luck. Now to get 50 or more. Failure. Despite your best efforts, you're unable to invoke the power contained within the glowing red gem. You're watching horror as, as the creature continues to emerge from the shadow path. What steps forth from the swirling vortex of the shadow path defies description. A towering insect-like humanoid with large, leathery black winds, wings and a worm-ridden torso stands before the shadow path. The being's head is that of an enormous white grub, grub with bulbous black eyes protruding from the oozing milky flesh. Long spiny worms hang from its arm sockets. The being snarls, exposing a mouth full of razor-sharp teeth, and turns to face you and Brother Cole. Iskril, the lord of infestation, the wall of his own putrid Neville realm, now obeying the commands of his new master, stalks forward to attack. You and Brother Cole are now locked in combat with Iskril, a powerful supernatural being from the Neverness. I fight. Whoa. Brother Cole lands a brutal blow on Iskril. Your weapon does a savage blow. And my salt hole for 7 damage. And my, my the 16 damage from the normal attack. Brother Cole has a brutal blow. I think if we blow, he's weakening the foe. Alright, just going to keep keep fighting. Keep fighting, he's nearly gone. And there we are. It is slain. 21 XP. Hiskel staggers backwards and crashes to the floor as a thick black ichor spills from his many wounds. Lord of infestation, as a world man calls him. Twitches like a dying insect before his entire body becomes skill. To his pride, equal remains, equals remains disintegrated into a pile of grey ash, which whirls itself over into a funnel of wind which passes back through the shadow gate. Brother Cole shakes his head in disbelief. Ah, baby, taking the glowing game so Brother Cole once again concentrates on evoking magic. After several failed attempts, a sudden flash of red light fills the chamber. 
Zen goes brightly for a moment, and a flash of red light fills the chamber. When the light fades, Brother Cole extends his palm to show what's become of the gem. The small stone is disintegrated into a pile of reddish dust. Without so much as a sound, the shadow path silently closes, leaving nothing its wake to signify its former existence. With a coral walks over to Shadowgate and softly pats the large stone plinth. And by the All-Father may she hold true for all time, he says hopefully. There is treachery at hand here, says Brother Cole, a sense of worried urgency edging his voice. It appeared that a renegade mage of some sort had found a way to unlock the shadow gates. This is not bode well for any of us, I fear. We must leave this place and let Brother Andrick know of our findings. Brother, brother, the monk strides over and places his hand on his shoulder. And of our success! I know too few like you, Zoop. Far too few. You and Brother Cole take comfort in the fact that the last you saw of the Dark Road Man was when he stepped through the Shadow Blade. I am hopeful with any luck that he's been trapped in the very world of darkness he tried to unleash. As the two of you step back into the passage that leads from the chamber, you are caught by surprise as a breath icy wind sweeps past. For last for only a split second, the frigid, sen- frigid sensation lifted by the cold wind is both unnatural and unnerving. When you when you look to see Brother Cole's as also first, you find that monk staring back at you, paying expression. Perhaps it was a draft, he says, and you make your way along the passage. You hope that he is white. As you move up. Through the worrying levels of the monastery, there's no further sign of any of the foul creatures recently made this place their lair. You collect the bodies of Brother Holleth and Brother Turo and take them back to Herlock, where they receive the honour in death they have earned in life. When, when, when you reach Heavy Iron Door at the top of the last flight flat of stairs, Brother Cole raps on it loudly. Almost immediately the door is opened and you're met by Brother Aldreff and three other monks. The bodies of Brother Holleth and Brother Hall are taken away and you and Brother Cole follow the rest of the order to his chamber at the end of Lilac's main hall. Brother Harlock is saddened by the deaths of the two monks but is grateful and overjoyed by the set of the mission. Brothers Holleth and Toro live lives of that sacrifice, he says, emitting a solemn nod from Brother Cole. There was not a more fitting end to such dignified lives than the sacrifice they gave. The locking, locking of the shadow yet spared not only this monastery, but this city, an epic catastrophe. Bradrak is noticeably disturbed by, by the account of the dark world man who has apparently unlocked the shadow gate. This will have to be examined closely. closely. There are countless shadow gates throughout the world. For which, for which could step more foul, foul things than the vermin plagues us here. This bodes ill indeed. Stanham is... I have been healed. 512 XP to generals. Well, as it causing the healer who attends to you and brother Cole. Any standpoints you have, you may have lost have now been restored. Well, to it thanks you again for setting off to take care of some pressing... Ma- before setting off to take care of some pressing matters. You'll be forever welcomed here, Zoop, he says. 
to you as you head out to main hall. Before you leave, Marty, Marty, Brother Cole also thanks you again. In my life, I hope to never, never have to return the favour. But by the all father, neither ever or wise, I will return it te tenfold. Farewell, friend. Your big brother call her farewell, and a short lad, thank her once found, but find yourself in the heart of Twithick's northern section. Now, I'm back. Alright, I'm going back in there. Okay, I'm meeting up brother Cole. You find Brother Cole training several young monks in the use of the war uh, in one of the many ch chambers located off the monastery's main hall. The tall wire greets you with a wide grin and his shoulder block. Across, suit, my friend. What treasure I owe such illustrious company. Seek to train with Brother Cole. Brother Cole is an expert in bashing weapons like hammers and clubs and is only too happy to overtrain you. You can train up to four times with the wire monk. He can train your weaponry and weaponry bashing skills up to a maximum level of 40. Please note you must have the skill of weaponry before you become skilled in any of the weaponry skills. Well, I'm going to become skilled in weaponry. You seek to acquire the skill of weaponry. You need to pick a number less than or equal to 18 to succeed in your training. Success! Yeah, it was negative by minus by five, so I don't think there's any way to fail that. You are successfully trained in the skill of weaponry with Brother Cole. The Warrior Monk congratulates you on a good training session. All right, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna leave this. Through to the city gates. I'm saving, and that's us done once. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.